Hi, I'm Princess Rara. And I'm Dara, the Electro Khaleesi. And this is Pink Kink, the podcast where we talk about the pretty, twisted side of kink. Today's episode is produced by Electrifying Pink Kinksters. Thank you, Jay, Witcherman, Brianna Lynn, Daddy Jay, Fave, Embers, Blossom, William P., Claire, Lady Blooding, Naughty and Nice, Butepain, Northern Sir, Manda Panda, Cat, Stefan, Shadow Phoenix, Serenity Deb, Ruby R., Christopher, Kilted Sir, Fire Good and His Good Boy Grant, Brian, May Cry Devil, Ruby Riot, Mistress Velma, Enchanted Sparrow, The Wombat, Impact Hazard, Twitch, Linus X, The Midnight Girl, Sinful, Mrs. and Mr. Hart, J21, Daisy If You Do, Princess Katharina and Katharina's Thrall, Harley Chick, Violet Rain, Serenity, Belle, Puppy Mike, Jedi Kitten, Eric, Cat Daddy, Sweetie Todd, Radically Blessed, Lady Affliction, Dr. Dave, Pumpkin Pie, Ms. Tourmaline, S'more, Hacksaw, Kinky Katie, Wee Mad Beastie, To Be Better For Me, Forrest, BP Bryn, Ray S., Crash Override, Becca, Sir Sin, Little Bean, Kinky Bear, I Am A Baby Bitches, Barbie, Frost, Sinful and Naughty, Coffee and Chaos, Navigator Bard, Noir, Haley's Comet. Pink Kink runs off the generosity of our devoted patrons. As a patron, you will become a member of our special Discord server, receive some adorable Pink Kink stickers, as well as have access to a monthly behind-the-scenes podcast. Patrons also get discounts at our Etsy shop, Pink Kink Boutique, and our online classes at Pink Kink Institute. In addition, our impactful and electrifying Pink Kinksters get special audio and video episodes. And finally, patrons at our highest tier will be recognized as producers, both here on the podcast and on our website. If you would like to become a patron, you can visit us at patreon.com slash pinkkinkpodcast or click the link at pinkkinkpodcast.com. Oh, I get to start this one? Maestro. Okay. Well, in our quest to find new and interesting topics, I had an idea because... Virgo! I'm a genius! Oh. Uh, genius Virgo! Well, same thing. Oh, oh, does that mean me a genius too? <laughs> Everybody born... All right, guys, hey, newsflash. Everyone born in the month of September is apparently a genius. Well, not everybody born in the month of September is a Virgo. And we have some August folks. Okay. Because... The, I'm the last. Apparently, day of, I wasn't inclusive enough. I'm the last or second to last day of Virgo hood. Yeah, I'm just smack in there. Yeah, the third is is pretty standardized Virgo, which is really funny because I'm almost a Libra, but yet personality wise, I am 110 percent a Virgo. And apparently, I am Virgo light. You are Virgo compared to normal people. I am hyper Virgo compared to other Virgos. You're insane. Uh, I'm a lot. I'm extra. You're an extra, extra. I'm extra. You're, you, hey, if you were ice cream. God. You wouldn't, there would be not a single stitch of vanilla ice cream in there. You'd have like, you'd be strawberry cheesecake. I'd be Rudy Tootie, Rudy Tootie Fast and Fruity. Yeah, with sprinkles, Swedish fish. You would be like the, if the entirety of Sweet Frog was in one bowl, that'd be you. Yep. With chocolate sauce on top. Smothered. And then whipped cream and a cherry just for fun. I do. Except I don't think you have any cherries left to pop. I, I don't, but I do love to eat maraschino cherries. So I'd be very happy with that. Okay. You can have a cherry. Thank you. Anyway, so my genius. 
genius idea. God. Oh, here we go. It was to do an episode about kink in the news. Which is always really fun. Right? So I did what all good tech people do. I set up a Google alert for the words kink and BDSM. And it's been an adventure. So every day I get an I get a Google alert. And some of these are very funny because some of these have absolutely nothing to do with our lifestyle. Because they'll talk about the kinks, the musical group. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> we talk about, we, they can talk about literally chains. How they've Whips worked out. chains excite me. Well, not that kind of chain, but like oh. how they've worked out a solution to the kinks that appear in chains. I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah. Or garden hoses. Right? Yeah. A kink-free garden yeah, hose. Like, I mean, I don't know about you, but oh. I like my garden. Ooh, ow, <laughs> shit. Haha, <laughs> 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 that was I, not me this time. I like my garden hoses with kinks is what I was going to say, because, you know, who doesn't like a dirty girl garden hose? <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> you take your dirty girl your kinky garden hose, and you spray her down. <laughs> Stop going the way I thought it was going to go. Have you met me? Yes. So I'm not surprised. This it is your fault. Gotten, I, it usually is. I thought we've established that long this ago. Is, this is your fault that this is not going the way you expected because you let me talk. Well, sometimes I have to like breathe and stop talking for a second. And sometimes you need a sip of coffee, yes. in which case I come in and I save the silence. But the problem is, is I talk so damn much, my coffee's not even hot anymore. Oh, no. Rara, are you turning into a Gen Z? Well, my middle would, I guess, technically be a Gen Z. Wait, how old is your middle? 15 or 16. Very young Gen Z, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, you're going to have to start drinking iced frappuccinos then. Well, you're going to need that in your house because but obviously that's so many fucking calories. But yes, but according to Lulu, that's what all the Gen Zers drink is the frozen blended drinks. Not the true. Coffees. Excuse me. My Gen Z child is the one who introduced me to pink drinks. Is it cold? Yes. OK, therefore. And I've been drinking a lot of pink drinks because my boss is really awesome and has a Starbucks addiction. Mm -hmm. And she's very kind and generous. So every time she goes to get to fill her Starbucks addiction, somehow I end up with a with a pink drink. Yeah, one of my work wives, um, we give each other coffee all the time. Like, she'll text me, like, what's your Starbucks order in the morning? Yeah. She is also Gen Z. Yeah. No, my boss is millennial. Your boss is a millennial? Yeah. And she drinks, well, mostly pink drinks, I guess? No, I drink the pink drink. She, she drinks the dragon... For, uh, she drink no passion passion tea. That one's good. Yeah. Is there a dragon drink? Yeah, there is because I've had it when they were out of the pink drink stuff. Is it good? That's not bad. It's not a pink drink, but it's not bad. I want it. Okay. I forgot what we were talking about. Uh, kink in the news. Kink, kinky objects like yeah. chains and <laughs> chains and whips excitement. Oh, we this? know. Okay, and on that note. So every day I get this lovely Google alert that have just been stockpiling in my email until finally I'm like, okay, let's do this. Let's do this episode. So I went through and after deleting a lot, a lot because they just weren't appropriate. I did manage to come up with five potential stories here that if I don't talk too much and notice I am putting this on my shoulders, if I don't talk too much, we'll get through all five. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
I will put something on my shoulders then as well. Okay. If I don't run off and get bored and talk about random tangents like garden hoses, we might actually get this done. Oh, no. I fully expect some of these to just sit back and let you go at it. Like number one? Like number one. Yeah. <laughs> I knew exactly why you put that one in there. Don't think I couldn't understand, Rara. Now, here's where it got really difficult. And this is important. So, Dara, everybody's Boy. listening. I need you to be honest. Oh, my God. I told you mm -hmm. that I was putting this together mm -hmm. and you would actually need to read these articles beforehand. Yes. So my question is, did you read these articles beforehand or is that what's on your phone in your hand right now? No, it's Candy Crush, bitch. <laughs> Wait, it's not Candy Crush. What is this? It's like a fruit crush. <laughs> Those are tomatoes. That's still a fruit. Yes. Um. All right. Full confession. I did actually read them beforehand. Seriously? Yeah, I read well, all of them. Well, not the last one that I just had to update this morning. No. That because one, one of the links didn't work. That one I couldn't grab. And that's going to be fine. I, I did am, read the rest. I'm so proud of you. Which is why... Oh, oh. so here's the thing. I didn't have to read the last one. I already knew about that one. You knew... I, no, I've been following that. Oh, number five? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That I didn't. I didn't have to read it. I actually was following... I've been oh, following that well, the we'll whole time. Well, we'll save that one for last. I want to make I'm sure we so get to it. Ow! Again, not me! <laughs> it's getting... I'm whacking it harder and harder every time. And like my forehand, I'm going to go home it with a bruise. It was not me. Woohoo! <sighs> yeah, no, I'm actually... I, okay, I won't say it now. I'm disappointed I haven't been as in... Gotten the chance to be more involved. Let's just leave it there. And I'll, that's your teaser. Okay. All right, should we start with number one? Because we're going to start off on a high note. That's not a high note. That's a Dara <laughs> losing her shit note. Okay, we'll just... Gather up your energy, gather up your steam. I will introduce it, and then I will sit back and let you go. Ready? Okay. The title of this article is Man Breastfed by His Wife Insists It's Not a Kink. He Does It for Health Benefits. Bullshit. So, <laughs> ouch. Excuse me. I had Are sneeze. you okay there? Ahem. I don't want you to hurt yourself. Ahem. I'm, I'm sick. Ahem. Bullshit. Okay. What? So, this is an article out of the mirror which is a uh, UK publication. And it talks about how a man has admitted that being breastfed by his wife makes him mentally stronger. But the pair have had to tone it down as he was being breastfed three times a day. So we have this married couple. Apparently, they had gone away on a cruise after their second child was born. They have a son and a daughter. And while they were on this cruise, it was child-free. Child-free. Her breasts started to really fill up with milk. Because she you, forgot her breast pump. Which if you breastfeed, you know. And she was very concerned and worried about getting mastitis. And as somebody who has had mastitis, it fucking sucks shit. I had 102 fever. I never run a fever. And I had 102 fever thanks to mastitis. Mm. Um, which is basically your, your um, milk ducts get clogged and infection forms and your nipples get engorged, your breast gets hard. And unfortunately, you can't just like, oh, I don't know, take the medication and be fine. You still have to get the milk out. So you have to either use a pump or have your child breastfeed on that pain-filled, engorged nipple. Okay? It's yucky. Trust me. I'm, I'm staring at Dara's face. It's that bad. So anyway, so in order to avoid that problem, I guess family members 
I don't know whether they were serious or joking, said that her husband should feed off of her and that would keep the milk flowing and therefore avoid the mastitis. Okay, so here's my first thought. Oh, that's fine because he can suck on it and basically be her breast pump and then like spit it out. All right, this is I I am guessing you have never tasted breast milk. It's no. Okay. And I don't care what you tell me. I've smelled it because I've fed babies. <clears throat> no. It tastes good. No. In fact, I laugh because in the article he talks, he compares it to like an almond milk flavor. Yeah, no. I have had breast milk. And I think most of us who've ever breastfed our child out of curiosity have tasted it. I have not. It's sweet. I don't care. It's good. I don't want my milk sweet. I like cow boob milk. Thank you. And even that, I can't have it anymore. So fuck that. So you don't drink like almond milk? I don't like almond milk. Oh, I love it. I, this, coconut milk is even better. I hate, co- well, I oh despise coconut. I absolutely, oh. I hate coconut. Seriously? With every, fu- the only time coconut is ever good is if it's on a shrimp. Well, since I can't eat shrimp, I can't agree and with that. And then it's but... deep fried to golden deliciousness. And then you have it with orange marmalade. So you've never had a coconut amazing. cream pie? An Ew. actual coconut cream pie, not, no. not a euphemism. Blech. Oh my God, I love it. No, love, the very love. idea, coconut ma- is one of those things that makes me want <gasps> to just, no. My favorite This thing, is almond milk in here, yeah. creamer, but uh, as far as straight almond milk, absolutely my not. My favorite thing is when I was a kid and we'd visit my grandparents in Florida for our annual winter break vacation, we'd find actual coconuts, break into them, drink the milk, and then eat raw, pure coconut. So good. No, thank you. Okay. Anyway. I'd never survive on an island. I don't eat fish. I don't eat coconut. Yeah, I can't do Survivor because I can't. I wouldn't survive either. Mm-mm. Nope, I would just. I would start. No death. social media. What the hell would I do? What the fuck? Yeah. But anyway. you'd be great because you'd be naked all the time, so it wouldn't matter. That would feel good. Well, I couldn't be because of the television cameras. Well, that didn't stop Richard. Yeah, that's true. I just can't imagine getting that much sand in my my cohoochie. Yeah, that would worry me. My chattahoochie. Anyway, so we are really gone. <laughs> yeah, off the deep end. Breast uh, milk b- boobies. Yeah. Now, what I found interesting and what made me laugh is when he started to talk about why, how he felt, both of them. So the couple claim it makes him stronger mentally and that it puts him in the zone. <laughs> that, that's when I was like, you fucking idiot. That's a kink. It's a fucking kink. <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> that, that right there, it puts you in the zone. It focuses your mind. You're zeroed in on it. It feels good. It's a fucking kink. Right? It, okay, so here's the thing. We have already established this several... Here's my rant. We've established right, this. I'm sitting back. Go. This may not be a fetish. So when we did the uh, lactation episode, we mentioned that Daddy J actually has this as a fetish and that when Daddy J and I fuck, I use this fetish to my advantage. I dirty talk the shit out of it. Um... This is for him. This is a kink. The difference between fetish and kink, and I will say this again, is kink does not have to be sexual. Kink is not something that you need to get off. A fetish is those things. A fetish is sexual. A fetish, you absolutely need it to get off. Daddy J needs the, um, what do you call it? Either lactation or boobies or something to get off. I need audio, audio sounds. So this is 100 percent a fucking kink they just don't understand what the word kink means you keep using that word 
I don't think it means what you think it means. No. I mean, she talked about the fact that it, it's, it helps them. She zones in on what she's doing. And it's just that really nice, you know, bond. It sounds like top space for her to me. Right? When you're hyper fixated on your bottom and they're doing something and it makes you feel good. And then you have that incredible bond between you of a relationship between a top and a bottom or a dom and a sub. Mm-hmm. Sounds pretty fucking kinky to me. Yep. I told you I read it. I'm very proud of you. I'm so proud. <laughs> I was like screaming at it the whole time, but I read it. I saw that and I'm like, oh yeah, that has to go in. I hate you that you started off <laughs> like that. I wanted to make sure you were in the zone. The couple claim it makes him stronger mentally, but have toned it down to once every couple of days, maybe once a week. Big fat fucking lies. I doubt that very much. Um, He was being fed three times a day. Well, they're down to once. That's now they said. That's a kink. That's a straight up kink. I don't care. Yeah, I I, listen. I understand why maybe in their head they're trying to pretend it's not. Especially since their family knows about it. Well, their family thought they were joking at first. Why would you ever tell them that? I tell my parents and my. Oh my god! And they talk about doing it in different positions. Yeah, it's a kink. It's a kink. It's a kink. It's a conk. It's a kink. <laughs> I sound like Frank. It's a conk. <laughs> it's conk. <laughs> you okay there? <laughs> you know who I'm talking about? No. Oh. Really? Really. Oh. Do you ever, you've never seen Father of the Bride? Do you know how many years it's been since I've seen that? I fucking love that movie. I don't, I'm not a huge Steve Martin fan, but those those are some of my favorite movies. It's a good movie. It's okay, funny. So then Martin Short. Yeah, plays the wedding coordinator. Yeah, he talks like that. Oh, does he? Yeah, okay. Anyway. Anyway, so any any further thoughts on man breastfed by his wife? No, it's a fucking kink. Like, they're lying to themselves, to everyone. That's no. I just find it fascinating. Like, why did you talk to a reporter about it? Like, why is, <laughs> how did that even come up? Like, is the reporter a friend who knew they did it and therefore decided that, okay. I want to know, ow. <laughs> Again? What the hell is wrong because with you I'm today? Trying, like, Because the way this is, is not my normal way of having it. But, like, I'm trying to hold my own head up here. How did this become, like, a question? How, why is this an article? Did they say, hey, I've got a story for you. It's not a kink, but I suck my wife's tits and drink her milk. It's from, but it's the, not same, a kink, I okay, it's from the same country that used to have an ice cream place that made ice cream for breast milk. <laughs> you okay there? Why, <laughs> Dara, I think she's going to throw up. This falls directly under bodily fluids for well, me. I don't know how it wouldn't fall under bodily fluids. I mean, it literally is a fluid coming from the body uh, because I I feel like I'm kink shaming people for this. I'm not. My husband has this. No, you're nursing shaming. It's a whole different story. I don't even though. (laughs) I did. Okay. I will say I have. God, this is going to make me sound so terrible. I, I have. uh, I don't even know if I want to admit this. I have. Don't worry. Nobody's listening but us. No, no. Just you and me. Yeah. I had the thought 
one time my ex-mother-in-law said, I, I don't know what I did wrong. I breastfed him until he was two. And I went, ew. Like, my first reaction was, fuck, why? Ew. Well, you know, I've seen kids three, four years old breastfed. It's a little disconcerting. Uh, just in case anybody wonders, there is no scientific proof that there are any health benefits beyond one year. I figure once they've got teeth, that's a get off me. Oh, no. They learn. My middle one had teeth. He learned. You want the boob? You don't bite. Hmm. But, I mean, this is probably also because I've never had yeah. a child. So <clears throat> I'm I'm just... I will... But it's, it's a massive... It's it's bodily fluid. So not only is it a turn off to me, it's disgusting. I admit freely that had I discovered kink at a much younger age, I would have so had this kink. And I so would have breastfed adults. Mm. I, lo I loved it. I loved breastfeeding. And I would have kept pumping and doing whatever I could to keep the milk coming so I can continue this kink. I mean, the only downside for me was my my gargantuan boobs were next level size. Like I, I would walk up to a counter and rest my boobs on the counter because I couldn't carry them anymore. It's in season two of American Horror Story too. He he gets a hooker who just had a baby a week ago. It's like fresh milk, you know. Yeah. I I would I I see the appeal. Oh no, maybe that was was it season two? I don't remember. I didn't watch that much of it. I definitely see the appeal. I just, by the time I discovered kink and discovered this particular kink, was way too late. Mm -hmm. Though there are people who do make an effort to induce breast, breast milk coming. I, I don't, I can't. Everything about it. I mean, like, I don't mind dirty talking it for my husband, but the very idea of actually doing it, like, unless it's for an actual baby, then I have no problem with it because baby. Yeah. But like everything else about it, I'm just like. You not, know, you saying you, you saying that you tasted it. I'm like, right. I can't. I cannot. All right. We ready for article number two? Go. Bloom's kinky chatbots want to expand your sexual horizon. And basically what this is, it's Bloom is an erotic audio company recently launched. And they've done a series of AI powered characters intent on one thing, fulfilling your deepest desires. So can I can I point out that I know you also threw this one in for me to make up for the breast milk one? <laughs> I know you. Listen, I give, I take it the way. It's just it's a back and forth. You're fucking sadist. This is yes. So that first one was you beating me, and yep. this is you going. It's okay. Just take some Come light okay. light scratches okay. now. It's okay. And then you're gonna slap me again. And I'm just like, all right, mental masochist. I'm just going to take it. Exactly. And enjoy it. So they gave an example of what they were trying to do here. So they've got, hey, Camille, ready to explore some naughty pleasures. And the AI responds with, yes, mistress. Right? And I'll do whatever you say. Um, it's, what it is, is, got to understand. I really didn't fully understand this. It took me like three times reading this article. <laughs> so it basically is kind of like ASMR, but naughty. So do you know what chat GPT is? I do. I haven't used it. Okay. So it's an AI that 
is like you type in something and it will give you suggestions. So like if you're going on a trip to Rome, you you could be broad, like what are some fun things to do in Rome? And it'll give you like a fucking itinerary. Or you could say, I'm spending three days in Rome. This These are the dates. What are some things to do give that are discounts? I mean, like you could actually say, give me an itinerary for Rome for these dates and it'll do it. So what this company is doing is it is taking the AI, the learning aspect of AI. This is what it likes. This is what you don't like. And they've created like porn, but it's audio porn. So it's for you. So have you signed up for this yet? No, I just learned about it. I read it like yesterday. So no. Yeah, I mean, you you basically indulge in role play with an AI powered version of your favorite character from charming ranch hand Rob. To dominatrix Mistress Mia. Yeah, so I'm thinking they uh, they might be hiring for voices because they do need voice actors for this. Yeah. I mean, it sounds fascinating that it, it just seems to me like this is next level phone sex. It is, but it's not with an actual person. So that's, it's like more privacy. You can fine tune it because what the thing is with these AIs is they learn. That's fucking scary as hell I when you Terminator. think about it. Okay, yeah, but it's, it's scary as hell when you think about it like that, but it's also really, really cool because it will learn your preferences and it will fine tune what it gives you. That's what they're trying to do with it. Yeah, the, the author's talking about how, and this is from, I, I don't even know what this is from. This is from documentjournal.com, mm-hmm. whatever that is. I just know it came up in my kink in the news. Um, they did. They tried a neurotic story called Yes Chief, or Yes Chef, sorry. <laughs> which, uh, yeah, same thing, which I selected on name alone. It's, it's told from the perspective of Sophia, a female sous chef working in a high pressure, fine dining restaurant who winds up in a kinky relationship with her intense and sexually dominant head chef. This sounds exactly like one of your books. I was going to say the exact same thing. And especially, and they talk about how as Sophia prepares five courses with a vibrator between her legs. The demanding chef orders her around the kinch- kitchen like a kinky ratatouille. <laughs> kinky ratatouille. So wait, he's he, what's his name? Linguini? Okay, hold on though. But the story specifically says she's doing this with a vibrator between her legs, yeah. right? So with this... It would sync up with your Wi-Fi, like, you know those Wi-Fi vibes? I have one. Okay. Sync it up with this, and it will vibrate you at the same time that it vibrates <gasps> her. Oh. If you add one of those things to, like, let's say somebody makes a, a Wi-Fi sex, uh, sex machine, you know the ones where it pumps a dildo? Mm-hmm. You could sync it up so that it fucks you as it's describing being fucked in the story. I love it. I love technology. Okay, but this is what this is what it is. I know. It, this I just, is, I'm just, for me, I don't said, need the audio. You said that it was phone sex. This is next level right. phone sex. It's like VR porn with yeah. extras. Well, what I loved about this is they are really trying to, cre- to add specific BDSM protocols into this. So they do talk about the use of safe words. Mm-hmm. Right. And she, they talk specifically about they the they went out of their way to weave these kind of details into each story. 
noting that BDSM episodes often involve aspects of kink scenes that can be overlooked in mainstream porn. Boundary discussions, enthusiastic consent, aftercare. Well, because that's part of the programming. If you do it correctly, you tell the AI what your boundary is. That's where the um, the learning process comes in. It not only takes what you like and keeps going with that, it'll take what you don't like and it automatically is limited. You don't have to worry about human error. Pushing your limits, I mean, that sounds kind of fantastic. Well, here's what's fascinating. Uh, they're showing right now that over 60% of their users are female. Yeah, because why do you need a fucking man if you've got AI, apparently? You don't. You just need a dildo. Or a Sibian. That works, too. Yeah, but I like this part. These interactions are tailored, real-time, and deeply personal, creating an entirely new realm of personalized, intimate, and interactive sexual experiences. I mean, seriously. They've got illustrated avatars. So you I, can build them the way you want to. I this, can make mine muscular. Rara, if the fucking holodeck shows up at some point in my lifetime, yes. please, 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 as as Picard says, make it so. I I need. I feel like this is happening. I I, I want I want a holodeck. I'll so tell bad. you what. I tell you what. Okay, what, what? You know how I told you earlier that I would not want to live to be a hundred because that's so old I can't stand the idea. Yeah. If if the holodeck has not been invented yet, I'll live to be 100. I will wait until the holodeck comes well, to be a thing. I want a holodeck so bad. You want a holodeck? That too. <laughs> holodeck. Do you know how much porn will show up in holodecks? And not everybody's going to have a holodeck in their room. It's going to be like you have to go to the library or a special place to do it. That is first. sad. We're not going to get like... You can just go to the holodeck and do whatever in our lifetimes, unfortunately. So the author talked about how they tried it out and they found that Mistress Mia's voice, her sultry voice, was surprisingly realistic and even more remarkably fast appearing just seconds after they had sent their first message. You could probably even do, if they get enough voice actors, you can do where you say, all right, Mistress Mia's voice, adjust that by this octave you know you could probably yeah. give it a different accent oh it's gonna be oh my god can you imagine this is a uh, yeah i am very excited i about want where this the to future be a thing. is going to take us porn all right any further notes about that the internet is for porn the internet is for porn so this particular article was a last minute throwing in right before we started recording because the other article I had here, the link didn't work and this popped up and it actually just came out like five, six days ago, this article. Mm -hmm. This is from Riverfront Times and it's called the top 10 BDSM dating apps and sites in I 2023. Have, okay. <clears throat> yeah. Dating apps. Yeah. I was looking at this and going wrong. But then, and sites, and now it's okay. You feel better now? Yeah. Okay. Because number five, or I mean, four. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll discuss all these in a minute. So we'll go over these real quick, talk about, but the, the, this is what this article has determined. Now, part of the problem is, is it does have right at the top a little note that says paid content. So it makes me wonder, did they actually? No. Did they, they did not survey. This is based on if these sites paid them to get on this list. Right. And it checks. We've handpicked today's most popular and reputable platforms. No, they haven't. 
So uh, they, they only came up with 10, which is great. And some of these are interesting. So the first one is Kink D, calling it the most famous and best BDSM dating app overall. Never heard of it. I think we did mention it in our dating while kinky. Really? Yeah, because I I just did my Google search and things I, pop up. I know alt.com. Right. So they, they call this one similar to Tinder. The second one is alt.com, which is a dating and social networking platform. Um, and that's got some special features of you have to you do have to prove your identity for that one, which I appreciate. The third one is Colorspace.com. Have you heard of that one? No, but I'm not really on much of these. I'm really I don't think I'm on any of them. Now here's where I'm going to just have to agree to disagree. They've got number four is FetLife. <sighs> FetLife was never designed to be a dating app, dating platform. It is made quite clear constantly by John Buck, who the guy who started this, and all of us who are actually on here. It is not a dating site. Well, look, it it's if it even says on here, FetLife is a widely used online social platform and community that caters to the people who do BDSM, kink, fetish, blah, blah, blah. Nowhere on here does it say dating. Right. And it says FetLife does not rely on algorithms for pairing because it's not meant to be a dating site. Right. So number five is Fetster, which is a free adult social network for the BDSM and kink community. I had I don't know that I've heard of Fetster. I haven't either. I haven't heard of a lot of these. So um, the next one is BDSMDate.com. Hey, look at that picture. That looks very familiar, that picture. It does. I think I've seen that on, on um, book covers. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I don't know. The next one was BDSM Singles. Man, they even have the prices listed on here. Yeah, the article really did a good job at least going into all of these. Trial um, plans, monthly costs. Yep. Number eight is Adult Friend Finder. That one I know. That I have heard about. Now, just so you guys know, we are not saying whether any of these are good or not. We're just telling you what's in the article. That one has uh, live webcams. Oh, Adult lovely. Friend Finder. Yeah. Yeah. This one disturbs me. <clears throat> Ashley Madison. Yeah, I don't like that it's on here. I mean, the tag on here, they're showing the the homepage. The tag on here says, Ashley Madison, life is short, have an affair. It's, Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. I, did, I knew that a lot of people who had affairs used this. I did not know that they made it so obvious. No, it's, it's for people that are looking to have an affair. It's designed for that. That's why this... It, Ashley Madison offers a sanctuary... For individuals seeking to immerse themselves in the realm of BDSM while maintaining the discretion required by their current relationships. Well, and then they try to say for those in open relationships. It's not that it's not an affair. It's not an affair. It those two do not go together. So, like, it is literally designed. It says dis, it says the word discreet. It says um, alternative to conventional dating. Uh, preserving the integrity of existing partnerships? No, it doesn't. I, I, the very first thing listed under special features, best dating website for looking for a discreet extramarital connection. That is Ew. bullshit lingo for fuck around. Well, you're going to fuck around and find out. Yeah, well, some people don't. 
Well, some people do, like Josh Duggar. <laughs> he fucked around and found out. Well, and remember, Ashley we- Ashley Madison is also the website that the um, hackers got into mm-hmm. and leaked Which is all hilarious. the names. So that's the fuck around and find out stage, the find out stage portion of all, of all these adventures. And then finally, the last one they have is just literally BDSM.com. Sounds good. Nice and simple. Right. And apparently they've also got the live cam models. Yeah. And all of that. You know, I don't understand why OnlyFans isn't on here. (laughs) Well, I'm guessing that they're not really. I guess OnlyFans isn't supposed to be for dating. It's just paying people to do stuff. Yeah. To watch them. So I, as I said, I don't. I don't know that I trust anything from this article, to be honest, but I thought it was interesting that they would so obviously put that information out there. Yeah. To make it obvious for everyone. So. All right. This next article to me is a whole lot more interesting. It is BDSM, the sex no one talks about. I liked this one. USC therapist leads lecture event about safe BDSM sex practices. And this was written by U.S. This is part of USC Annenberg Media. And there's a big picture of the instructor who was a marriage and family therapist who works for the counseling and mental health office at USC. And it's shown a big picture of her with the consent model from Fry's from Planned Parenthood, which is Fry's freely given, reversible, informed, enthusiastic, specific, which if you haven't checked, I posted on both our um, Instagram and our Facebook page, Crisp. Which is the British version of fries. I don't think that is British. I liked it and I am not they British. Call it crisps. So, yeah. Hey, well, those are chips. Yeah, fries, exactly. Fries are chips right? and chips are crisps. So, I love it because this article starts out with the first statement. USC is not as vanilla as once believed. But then they talk over 20 students. Yeah, out of how many? USC is really big. <laughs> that's that's like a drop in a ocean, not even a bucket. But I do really appreciate that this was an intimate lecture about BDSM, and they are bold and talk about it. I got a job offer once to work for a, um, I'm not going to say who, but to work for a company that teaches... Um, Brings education, like sex education, to runaways and and teens that are in the system. Mm-hmm. And I turned it down because it wasn't a whole lot of money. <laughs> but it also sounds really interesting to do because they wanted somebody who knew about uh, BDSM because a lot of them get taken advantage of and get uh, pulled in by domabies. And they wanted to give them the education needed to kind of A, resist, and B, know what the fuck they're getting into if they decide to go into it. Mm -hmm. My problem with it is that runaways and stuff, they were usually teenagers, and I also did not feel comfortable teaching that to teenagers. This, this is better. Teaching them consent models and everything for vanilla sex, that would have no problem with. Teaching them BDSM stuff, unless they're over 18, that I I would have a problem with. Yeah, I could see, but... I think it also depends on what you're not, you're teaching them, you're teaching them about consent issues, you're teaching them about having autonomy over their own body. Um, I mean, there's ways to do it without going into the BDSM itself, 
Right. So it would be a very, very fine line. It would have to be two different classes. Yeah. It would have to be like the underage ones would get consent like this. Yeah. And the after 18, the older than 18, we yeah. get a completely different model of how to do that. But I, it just, it's too fine a line for me. Yeah. I mean, here's the reality. Kids under 18 know about it. Uh, yes. The amount of, the amount of kinksters who talk about the things they used to do as children yep. that now looking back, they go, Oh, those were the first signs I was kinky. I, I used to play doctor at nine for fuck's sake. I mean, I was, I've always been kinky. I don't think I played doctor at that Oh, age. I did. I played mommy a lot, which isn't surprising considering I'm a caregiver. But yeah, mm-hmm. I was the mommy. I took care of everybody. Um, I've did. had 13 year olds ask me about foot fetishes and orgies. And I'm like, get the fuck out. Because oh, it's in television and movies yep. and books. Get away from so, me. Stop yeah. asking. Nope. The reason they wanted to put this together is because obviously kids who go off to college, freedom, mm-hmm. and freedom means sex for a lot of these folks. And they figured that they wanted to offer some accessibility and baseline information so that anybody who felt unwelcome or unable to do some exploration about any interest they have could do so safely and without judgment. And this is said. cool because they're 18. No problem. It's kind of goofy that it was sanctioned by a college I mean, it's awesome, but weird at the same time. So. Well, there's interesting. I actually, so I had a talk with my daughter last night who is a freshman in college. Mm-hmm. And we were actually discussing, of all things, rules that she needed to sit down with her sweet mates to talk about as, as to who can come over it, to the dorm, at, in their dorm room and when. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, it all stemmed from the fact that she wanted to take a shower and she couldn't because there was a man. In her room, in, in her... the suite, mate. in the in the suite. Oh yeah, right. And their and their bathroom, believe it or not, does not have a door that you can lock. What? No, no. See, I'd right? be very uncomfortable with that too. Right? So no, I so don't blame her. We at were all. talking about that, um, and we, she was telling me just offhandedly that there have been not with her, thank God, or anybody in her direct circle, but it's college. There's stories of people. Mm-hmm. Not respecting boundaries. Yeah. And so the fact that USC is going, we're not putting up with that shit. We're going to teach you about boundaries. We're going to teach you about consent, what it is, how to do it, I think is awesome. And I wish more than just 20 kids had gone. Well, honestly, if it's if it's like that, I mean, I'll fucking teach that. That's fantastic. Just it has to be at a college. Mm-hmm. I like that. But so they touched on during this lecture, they touched on the spectrum of sex and gender. Which I think is so important because I think now that you're 18, you're out of the house, you're not living under your parents' roof. This is the time to explore. As she said in her valedictorian speech in Twilight (laughs) Eclipse, this is the time to make mistakes. You try and try this and try that and try this and you try that. And I think a lot of people get to college and it's like, I'm just going to try all these things and I'm discovering who I am. And that could be your sexual identity, your gender identity, all of that. Well, so here's the thing. And again, this is, I'm going to make a generalization. I'm not apologizing for it. What we have seen recently is more, mostly Gen Z and below. What's the one after Gen Z? Alpha? Yeah. There's been a lot of... um, a lot of stuff recently with with those two generations specifically of uh, fear of failure. If you don't do it right the first time, don't ever do it again. Because the embarrassment of doing it incorrectly. 
Whereas Gen Z, Gen X and Gen, and millennials, even the older ones anyway, were very like, oh, um, I couldn't find that. Let me go find it. Let me let me figure it out. It was very figured out. But now it's not. So like I like this idea of of teaching this and being able to and giving permission to just fuck up and make a mistake because that's okay. It's not that you made the mistake that makes you a failure. It's never doing it again. It's not trying again that that I don't respect. Let's just say it like that, I guess. Mm-hmm. But if you make a mistake and you're just like, mm, that didn't work. I'm going to do something else. Uh, that didn't come out right. Let me try it. Let me fix it. Let me do this this way. Which I think is totally fine in experimentation with your life. Yeah. I went through, I don't know, three. No. Yeah. Two or three different ideas for what I wanted to do with my life. So. Oh, I'm about my fifth or sixth career. That's fine. Someday when I grow up, I'll figure it out. I was going to say, you pray, you might want to stick with one at some point. Okay. I've been doing this career now for 24 years. Okay. So I'm, I'm guessing this one's going to stick. Different aspects of it, though, I guess. Well, but it's all the same career, just different employers. Yeah, that's true. I need a new employer. Um, but during the class, they touch on that. They touch on the importance of consent and communication, expectations and boundaries, green versus red flags in partners, and the idea of pleasure versus performance, which I love. Explain that. So basically, the idea of pleasure versus performance. I find I folk try to focus on this a lot specifically from the stance of an impact scene. Okay. Because the performance would be, do I have bruises? Do I have marks? And the pleasure is, I enjoyed it at the time and it was fun and it made me feel good. And that's what matters, not whether or not I got those marks. Okay. And in Electro, the performance would be dancing and, and playing to the crowd for me, as opposed to paying attention what, to what my bottom actually wants. So, yeah. So I love that they did this. And I think my guess is had they made this a conversation where BDSM wasn't necessarily like maybe in the title or the focus, they'd have gotten more than 20 people. And I kind of wish they had. Yeah. Because I think this is. I mean, these are the type of conversations I have with my child. So you can throw BDSM in there as like an addendum at the end and be like, okay, now look for this part. If you want to leave, you can. But this is what we're going to talk about for this part. But the beginning should all be about the the rest of the stuff. But this is the kind of shit that I talk to my daughter about specifically. My conversation with my boys are different, obviously. (laughs) Um, But my conversation with my daughter, these are all the things that I talk about. But I also know for a fact that I am... As is usual, the exception. And to how much I talk to my child about sex and kink and anything relating to this. So I love the idea. I just wish more would do it. All right. Anything else you want to add to that one? No, I can't wait to get into this fifth one, though. I know. That's what I'm going to do. You want do you want to just take it over? Because you've been waiting? Um, yeah. All right, go um, for it. I've been following this one for a while now, so I was pretty excited when I saw it pop up on here. Like, I didn't really need the link to work because I've I've been following it. Okay. Well, this is local to us. Yeah, so. which is why I've been following uh-huh. it. So I'm going to preface this by saying, fuck Yunkin and his fucking sweater vests. <laughs> okay, you should tell people who Yunkin is. <sighs> 
Youngkin is the governor of Virginia. Youngkin's an asshat. Youngkin wants to initiate a 15-week abortion ban. And that, by the way, is a concession to the more liberal people in in the House, in the Virginia House, because he wants to do a six-week. The 15-week is because, you know, he's being nice or whatever the fuck. He's an asshat. He's a fucking asshat. I can't, oh my God, I can't say anything else. All right, so what happened is, Virginia is one of those states currently where it is, not even currently, pretty consistently one of the states where it is super, super, super important that like the political climate in Virginia is nuts. Well, because we Virginia has, it could almost be divided into two states. It should. You've got Northern Virginia, where the people are, where, which is close, close to D.C., which is very, very liberal citified all the stuff that you would expect then you have rural virginia which is red yeah and it's a very swingy state so it just kind of depends on on you know it's it's always one of those states where everybody's looking at it like what are they going to do what are they going to do what are they going to do so we've been solidly what purple forever right recently we've been more solidly solidly blue except this time it went red and went like full red um, and that's where Youngkin comes in. This is the one where we don't have the governor uh, vote on the same year as everybody else. So well, it's like a weird situation. It, it's also the governor of Virginia is a one-term governor, which, which is, is really weird. Which is weird. That is not usual. It is a term limit. That's it. You, you do your six years, you're done. You're out. Four years. Four? Which one is six? Is Senator. that Senate? Senator. That's right. You do your four, you're done. Anyway, so there is his time is coming up and the person running. A, um, no, his time isn't. But the House elections are coming up. That's what it is. He's got, what, two more years and not him. The person. OK, so there's I'm so I'm so pissed off that I'm like rambling anyway. OK, so there's a candidate for Democratic House named Susanna Gibson. And she has a, who's the person running against her? What's their name? I don't even know. But anyway, Susanna Gibson is very, very left-leaning, very Democrat, very liberal. She, for who the fuck cares, whatever reason, did um, an online live stream of her having sex with her husband. Oh, my God. For tips. Horrible. Um. And the Republicans found out about it and they screenshot it and kind of told people about it and released it to the media. The media went nuts with it. And it's been a whole huge thing for like, what, a month now? And they, unfortunately, that's not all they did. They took it a step further. They're 100% kink shaming, slut shaming, everything they possibly can. But what they did instead was they took the screenshots from this woman's sex life with her husband, put it into mailers, which got sent out, which could be opened by minors. Well, it says on the mailer, it actually says in this district, don't open if you are younger than 18. Right, because let's face it, the minute you are under 18 and you see that, what the fuck are you going to do? I'm going to push the button. (laughs) You're going to fucking open it. Yeah. Don't do that. Oh, I'm going to do it. Like everybody... I would have opened it. Don't open this if you're younger than 18. What? I would have opened it immediately. Mm-hmm. And you get screenshots of porn. 
Mm-hmm. So please explain to me how that's okay, but having books with somebody getting SA'd is not. I Yeah. It is, as is typical with the GOP, and I'm sorry if you're a Republican. I don't care. Um, this is gross. They're hypocrites. They're fucking hypocrites. This is gross. Um, and it's... What's going to be interesting, and I'm curious to see, and God willing, I'm around long enough to watch it. We are going to be at a point at some point where everybody running from office. From ha- or for? For. Running, some are running from it. But, <laughs> um, running for office are going to have a past that can be found out because of social media. Well, there was one, um, I don't remember who it was, but somebody uh, they found pictures of him when he was in college uh, where he was in blackface. Oh, that was um, our, the last governor. Okay. That yeah. Was, yeah, it was supposed to be. But I'm talking about there's going to be videos. There's gonna, the, People made tweets when they were young and stupid that they're getting their ass killed for now. It's like nobody allows for the fact that, one, you might have grown up and learned. If you look at the shit that I said even 10 years ago, Compared to what I know now, it's different. I would have told you 10 years ago, I might have even told you five years ago, I don't see color. Now I've learned that's not the flex I think it is. Yeah. Right? So am I going to get in trouble for that? I, I, it's ridiculous that we need to, we need to start to account for that. But I, Rara, but, you can no longer be a, on the council of kinky elders. Your card has been revoked because uh, 10 years ago you said you don't see color. Therefore, yeah. you can no longer do things. Yeah. And if the Council of Elders remembers, but they're old, so they might forget. Yeah. Then I'll get trouble. I'll forget. Right. No, I didn't forget. Ha. <laughs> but it, it's just, there. it's going to be interesting. I'm curious to see how this plays out and if she wins or not. Honestly, it kind of had the opposite effect. People are pissed about it because you sent porn. Uh, and then second of all, everybody in, I'm just going to say it again, everybody in the younger generations, like Gen Z went, Huh, that's awesome. More power to her. I'm going to vote for her now because she did that. And that's awesome. I'm very curious to see if there's any legal action taken from that about sending porn through the mail. Well, it is because it could have been opened by minors. Right. And also sending porn through the mail isn't, I mean, sending porn to anybody, isn't that already illegal? I mean, it's literally revenge porn. Yeah. And that is absolutely illegal. It is like, what the fuck? Yeah, that is completely... Virginia has banned porn, like, porn websites. I can't go on Pornhub anymore. It's very distressing. Didn't you know that? I did. Is that that you can't go on it? You have to show ID. I'm not going on it then. Then that's different. It's not that you can't. You're they, choosing- don't, they don't get my fucking government ID just to watch porn. No, because you know what happens after that? They start tracking my porn and then and you're worried that they're going to make fun of you for your porn choices no they're going to arrest me for my porn choices see i think what? they watch like my when... porn choices and they wouldn't arrest me because they'd be afraid of me no they would arrest me because i like it when they scream well you that's your yeah that's my kink yeah that's your or or oral that thing yeah not <laughs> oral that's you <laughs> although my little does have an oral fixation too <laughs> I was chewing on daddy's chin this morning. <laughs> I chew on his face like a fucking puppy. Penis chewing? 
No, his actual face. I do that too, but like today no, but was like his face. like the penis chin. I was just telling somebody about that the other day. The penis chin? Yeah. No. It is, it, Golden doesn't understand the impact she has had on my life with that stupid penis chin. <laughs> my life will never be the same. Neither will mine. <laughs> so anyway, that is our first foray of kink in the news. So I guess my question to all of you is, what do you think? Did you like it? Should we make this a regular feature? No, because then Dora will lose her shit on more episodes. So in other words, yes. Oh, well, I didn't know that's well, I don't know if I will for. always be able to find such stellar examples. Those as, are pretty good. As the ones that I did. But we hope you enjoyed this. And do please let, give us feedback and let us know if you would like to us to continue this. Thanks for hanging out with us today. If you have a question you would like answered or just have a story about the lifestyle you want to share, you can send us a voicemail and maybe it'll be featured in an episode. Just go to pinkkinkpodcast.com to contact us. Follow us on social media. On Twitter, Instagram, and FetLife, we are Pink Kink Podcast. And on TikTok, we are Pink Kink Podcast 2.0. Join our Facebook group, Pink Kink Podcast and hang out with other pink kinksters. If you love what we do and are able to help support us, we are on Patreon. Just look for us on patreon.com slash podcast. You can also help support our affiliates, which benefits small businesses and pink kink. Even if you can't show your support financially, there are other ways you can help. You can spread the word about our kinky podcast and tell your friends about us. You can also rate and review Pink Kink on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. The five-star reviews really help. Don't forget to subscribe to Pink Kink so you don't miss a minute of the fun. New episodes come out every Friday. Until next time, stay pretty, stay safe, and stay twisted. Stay twisted.